Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. We now rejoin the Colleen and Bradley show in progress. Live from the State Fair on MyTalk 1071, Streaming live Yay! at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Happy Colleen Friday. Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Thank you, lovely audience, for that nice round of applause. You are a fabulous crowd. You're probably the best looking crowd really, we've had. And truly. trust me, I've seen a lot yeah, of lot really of not attractive people. Uh, so thanks for showing up, you guys. <laughs> um, now, uh, how, how do we make this weird, awkward turn? Um, one of the things that we started the show covering and is still, I believe, going on as we speak, is the memorial service for Aretha Franklin. Uh, Bradley, how long was that anticipated to go? Uh, well, I will say the scheduled Aretha Franklin um, funeral today was scheduled uh, about five and a half hours. So we're talking, this was a full lo- day-long experience. Uh, it started about, I think, like nine o'clock Detroit time and it's still going on if I uh, if uh, the schedule is correct and I will say we actually checked in at one point and they were about a half hour behind schedule and it's because they have so many people paying tribute to Aretha Franklin so many musical numbers Um, and again this is just the funeral this is not even the the public memorial service that's also going to happen I think if I think it's this weekend yeah I think it's Um, tomorrow right and that's the one where the public is going to be able to attend so you know we're going to hear some audio today in fact we can play some of that audio now if you want to and then we'll have a whole new set of audio to play uh, by monday exactly so let's actually listen to so some of this we colleen and bradley have heard already uh, and then there's another piece that we have not heard so let's start with faith hill uh she was one of the early performances that we saw um at the funeral of Aretha Franklin, and this is Faith Hill singing at the memorial.
So that was a wonderful tribute by none other than Faith Hill to yep. Aretha Franklin and at that, her uh, funeral today. And that song, just in case people are like, I think I know that one. I've heard that one before, but maybe not by Faith Hill. That's What a Friend We Have in Jesus that she's singing along with Doesn't this sound beautiful... sound like anything like that, though. Really? What a friend we have in Jesus. Oh, my gosh. Isn't I really is? want to be present for the Bradley Trainer hymn sing. Isn't that, that what was, that yeah. is? Uh-huh. Yeah, that yep. didn't sound like it. She obviously was doing it like, you know. She was trying to put Faith some soul style, in it. Yep. But yeah. And there was a beautiful gospel choir behind like, her. you know, bad Lutheran style ba- circa. Badly Trainer. Yeah, old. Li- Excuse you? Sorry. I thought it was clever. Judge my singing. No, I loved it. Mm-hmm. Um, now, Please. so we had heard, so we had heard that one. Uh, that was one of the first uh, performances uh, from the memorial service, and then and then we heard a memorial, a beautiful memorial spoken by Aretha Franklin's very very close childhood friend, Smokey Robinson, and, and here he is memorializing his friend Aretha Franklin. We're walking around the house, and um, and I hear music, the piano being played, and this voice that sounds like a little girl singing. And I go and look in that room, and I see you and you're there and you're singing that was my first meeting and my first sight of you and um from that moment on almost we have been so so close and so tight and um i I didn't know especially this soon that i was going to be having to say goodbye to you or farewell or Whatever we've seen, everybody, all the people that I mentioned earlier, pass on and go. And we talked about it many times how we were the two who were who were left out of all our neighborhood friends. Uh, we were the longest ones. We weren't the only two left, but we were the longest ones. Hmm. So now my longest friend has gone home, and you want to be with our father like we all have to do one of these days. And I know you're up there and you're celebrating with your family and with all of our neighborhood friends who have gone. And you're going to be one of the featured voices in the choir of angels because, you know, you'd have to be. <laughs> oh, I just... Uh. So that's Smokey Robinson remembering his late friend Aretha Franklin. They grew up together and um, obviously went on to have their own illustrious c- careers. Yeah. I will say one of the fun, uh, not fun, I mean, fun insofar as a funeral can be fun, but of course it's it's a time to remember and celebrate the life of somebody who's incredibly talented and all the stories and um, just all of the, you know, the people that have arrived to do that. The, the thing that I found to be enjoyable was to see all of these people together sort of celebrating her life and when they would pan the crowd you could see you know you see heads of state you see bill clinton you see jesse jackson you see cicely tyson you see ariana grande and pete davidson are there by the way that is that is a that made my brain kind of have a weird scramble for a hot moment why because you know we're so used to seeing ariana grande and pete davidson right now over social media and kind of reading the stories of their slightly bizarre relationship and Ariana Grande is there to sing for Aretha Franklin's memorial and then to just see Pete Davidson kind of like lumbering through the crowd is such an odd 
my brain couldn't compute. Yeah, it just gives you, a, again, it gives you a greater picture of the full extent to yeah. the effect that, you know, somebody like Aretha Franklin had on our, on our world. Well, you mentioned Bill Clinton. Former President Bill Clinton also spoke at the funeral of Aretha Franklin. We have a little bit of the audio from that moment as well. She lived with courage, not without fear, but overcoming her fears. She lived with faith, not without failure, but overcoming her failures. She lived with power, not without weakness, but overcoming her weaknesses. I just loved her. So I started off as a groupie. And then I said, oh my God, this woman who has sung for America when Dr. King was killed. At all these political conventions, including mine, at, at least President Obama and my inauguration ceremonies and various things. And I even talked her into coming to the Rose Garden to sing for the Emperor and Empress of Japan. Thought it might loosen them up a little, you know, it'd be good. Oh my gosh. I mean, that's one of the things that strikes me is the stories okay, so that I, that woman had from the life she lived, being the queen of soul, the places she saw, the things she did, the people she met, um, and hearing those repeated by the people who are there to memorialize her, it really does bring to focus what an amazing life she yeah, did live. absolutely. And that's going to go on. And, um, you know, again, we'll, we'll probably, you'll hear recaps on Lori and Julia today, mm-hmm. and then we'll certainly do some recaps on Monday. But uh, that's not even getting to the, the public memorial service that is going to be star-studded as well. So we'll be following, we'll be continuing to follow that through the weekend, and, and we'll bring you more of that on Monday and Tuesday of next week. And now when we come back, our friend Paul McGuire Grimes is going to tell us what's worth seeing in the movie theater this weekend on My Talk 1071. Well, we've got our friend Paul McGuire Grimes from Paul's Trip to the Movies with us on the Colleen and Bradley Look Show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, and Paul McGuire Grimes and his fans. Thank so, you. Paul, Look at Thank that. You. I've been told we're going rogue. Yeah, we're going rogue because here's the thing. I don't care about movies right now. I <laughs> care about food. Sorry, which means sorry you prepared a whole <laughs> entire segment for us. The okay. thing that you don't know about Paul maybe is that he is. Are you? We've established that you're not a Virgo, but you should be because you. I'm act a like Capricorn. One. Yeah, you act like a Virgo though. Um, I live with one. I know what that's like. And so you've created a list of all the things that you wanted to try at the State Fair. Actual spreadsheet. It is. I've got new columns this year for solo experiences. Or Can I we just tell you, I want you to understand that, that on you. his spreadsheet, certain items have been noted solo experience, <laughs> which means I'm not sharing with anybody else. Now, I mean, why, why as far I? as I am concerned, there is nothing that can't be shared at the State Fair, but we'll get to that in a moment. The thing I wanted to ask you at the top is... What is the best thing that you've had so far at the Minnesota State Fair? It's a great question. I'm going to go for food. I just had the turducken sausage at oh. Giggles. Fantastic. See, we've heard good things Fantastic. about the turducken sausage. Which is like a turkey, duck, and chicken combo in a and, broth. Yeah, and it sounds weird, but isn't sausage all sorts of random yeah. meats to yeah. begin yeah. with? Yeah, we really, don't like we're to not talk about too, that weird. too yeah. concerned about right. what's in a sausage as long as it tastes good. 
Right. Amen. Actually, yeah, I've said that for a long time. I'm not too concerned about what's in a sausage. <laughs> as long as it tastes as good. As long as it tastes good. And for beverage, I really love the strawberry mint frole <gasps> at the Blue Barn. Isn't it good? So refreshing. It is. So tasty. It okay, is alcoholic. So yeah. I just yes. want to put that out there. Yeah, there is alcohol in it. I do love my friends at the Blue Barn. Anything there is good. Yes, okay. we, we love them too. What is the thing that you are... I'm sorry. No, because I have to tell you something about his spreadsheet that I'm very excited about. What is the thing that you're most excited to try that you haven't so far? Well, today I'm going to go and try the wild rice burger. My friend Mike <gasps> Marcotte from Twin Cities Live it is, is recommending best. that to you. Really? Yes. Okay. Assuming that they don't overcook it, I've had one that was a little dry, oh. but if you get it cooked perfectly, it is like a sleeper. And it's really? Do I need to ask for it perfectly cooked? Well, I don't know. I always just, somebody gets it and then I eat like two bites of it. But it is like, you would think like wild rice burger, really? Hey. It's good. All right. So go for it. Okay. okay. Can I point something out about the spreadsheet? Yeah. Because I'm looking at his spreadsheet right now. Paul McGuire Grimes. If Paul anyone wants to take a picture live in the audience, yeah. I, I'm willing to share. He'll share it with you. Yes. Um, this is what I love about it. Okay. Bradley, <laughs> I want you to look at the check marks. Well, this, this, this no, is my stop, third time. Stop. This tells me that he doesn't just the use the same are, exact one. They're entered in yeah. on the computer. Yeah, it's not like he hand <laughs> no. wrote the check marks. It's not like he checked it off and then took the same disgusting, this. crumpled up piece of paper back to the so fair. He's reprinted it with the check marks. I have to update it. I love I, it. I can't no, help you're it. my favorite. The thing that I wanted to ask you a question about before we go on to movies is the zesty PB&J sauce. Yeah, that was really good. It is really good. So that's at Gas Station Grill over by the food building. It's on the corner outside yeah. and what I love about it it's a sausage but there's a ribbon of peanut butter in there and <gasps> I love peanut butter yes. it's very noticeable but it's not weird I didn't See, I don't <laughs> think that would be weird it's not because you can put peanut butter on a burger and that's yes. delicious yes. Yeah. I do want to preface you can't I didn't taste any jelly so don't let like but there maybe was no like jelly. a hint of sweetness maybe okay that was because I would assume the jelly would sort of dissolve I've actually had gummy bear brats and they were good Oh. But it's just because it gives it a little bit of sweetness. You yes. don't eat a mouthful of gummy bear with your sausage. That would be disgusting. Yeah. I'm just going to sit with okay, that for a moment. Should we talk about movies? No, actually, because oh, okay, I fine. wanted to say, how much did you love the grilled peach? Yeah, here's the thing. I enjoyed the grilled peach, but I feel like the one that I got was maybe old or it had been sitting oh. out. So then I went at home the other night and made it myself. Oh, oh. did you? Yes. Okay, so wow. it's nine dollars so for half a peach. But that's what I was saying when we were eating it was we could make this on our own grill. Yes, I have a grill that I put on the stovetop. I bought some goat cheese at the High V and whipped it up oh myself. Oh my god! I like Thank an herb goat Martha cheese. Yes. <laughs> See, and then there's like a little honey and on then it, I right? Got some honey from a local farmer's <laughs> yeah, market. Some slivered almonds that I put on. Top a little swizzle of Oh my goodness agave gracious, soup. you're going oh, to town on that. Thank you. Um, agave, so you're getting all Here's fancy. a little known fact. You are staying for another segment. Oh, well, thank you. Um, because we have basically talked about food this I don't entire care. time. We're at the same no, I don't either. Wrong with that. That's what we talk about. So how about this? Uh what what is the one thing that you're gonna tell everybody right now, run right after you're done watching the Colleen and Bradley show, run to this place to get this thing? Go to the blue barn. Okay, Whether, and anything and there. Any, the French toast pop rocks, the frole, the bacon stuffed tots. The bacon tots Those are, are very amazing. Good. That's either solo or a yeah. shared experience. Yep. Can you I ask you really what determines what is a solo experience other than you just want to eat all of well, it? Well, it's kind of hard to share a sausage. Is it? Okay, I've had this. no problem. We're not doing this. <laughs> Bradley. Hello. I mean, I'm just saying, you got to be... Okay, so you know what the secret is to sharing a sausage? <laughs> 
No, I'm gonna I'm gonna please enlighten all of you right please now. Please tell me. The secret is, and Jamie taught me this. You bring your own. Oh, wow. Okay. You, <laughs> wow. You bring, you bring your, own. your own knife. So in my no, in, there's no cutlery involved with sausage. Jamie brings a, okay? a fanny pack <laughs> to the fair. Nope. In the fanny pack, Wrong. there is a That's knife, no. uh, a plastic knife, so that we can cut pieces for everybody to try. No. See, cheese curds. That's a, that's a shared. The bacon stuffed hots. That's a shared experience because it's multiple items. Right. In one yeah, thing. but see, if you split them up, you can have even more. Is what I'm saying. Yeah. You make a good point. But, okay. So how full are you going to be? Because you have to get through the rest of that list. You've got about fifty percent to go. You're right. And the, no, there's some things on here that I am not going to get to. Okay. There's some priority here. Okay. Um, I do want to go get the elote corn at Tejas. Heard I'll that's a, amazing. It looks good. I always okay. get a beer garita there. Okay. So I'm, that's a. So it's a twofer. Twofer. <laughs> okay. Do you know you got to do it strategically. I get it. Also, because, something yeah. else I discovered this year that I'd never had before is the chicken grill. It's like chicken, like burrito bowls or I, rice bowls. I can get that at Chipotle or no, home. but these are different, and they have like Mediterranean ones. They're really good. Where, where are you seeing? Where is that? This is over in front of the grandstand. It's next to the custard. Uh, okay. What's it? Custard's last Colonel stand. Custard or yep. custard's last stand? Yeah. Colonel mustard. Yeah. In the library. Yes. With a candlestick. Yeah. Now uh, we are going to take a break here, and I swear to you, I promise, we are going to talk movies with our friend Paul McGuire Grimes when we come back. Uh, with Paul's trip to the movies and Thank a fantastic you. parade just for you. Just for you. On My Talk 1071. Holy buckets. How's it going? Good. How are you? I'm great. It's the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer, and a lovely audience at the Minnesota State Fair. Feel free to shower with, with applause. That was pretty good. Wow, that wasn't self-serving in the least. Well, but it's Friday, like they, and no, we're very excited you're here. I wanted to give them permission to clap because they sort of looked timid about it. And then I gave them permission, and they really went all in. So thank you for that. Now, our friend Paul McGuire Grimes is here because we just wasted an entire segment with him talking about food when we, he really came to talk about movies. I'll talk about anything. Okay, good. Well, let's talk about movies okay. and stuff now. There's a great movie in theaters right now. It's really one of my favorite movies of the summer and could be on my best of the year list. Ooh. It's called Eighth Grade. And this is perfect oh, yeah. for parents that have kids that are in school right now heading back into you know back to school season. And it is about a girl named Kayla in the final few weeks of the eighth grade and as she transitions into summer and high school and how she's really trying struggling to find her voice in, in her class she's very shy she's very nervous but then she tries to have, have this youtube channel as well you know i i've when this movie came out it was there was getting a it was getting a little bit of right. buzz and what i kept on hearing about it was how very true it was oh and my i don't know about you guys but when i think about eighth grade like that is the most awkward time yeah literally of life. the most awkward part of it's it, and from what I hear, they really captured oh, that. Oh, so well. The, direct, the writer and director's name is Bo Burnham. He's a comedian. You may have seen him in the movie The Big Sick. He wrote and directed this. And the way that he writes a dialogue of these kids is so authentic, so real with the ums and the likes and mm -hmm. the yas that it's painful at times. It's awkward. It's so embarrassing to see what Kayla goes through, especially in this age of social media and likes and clicks and follows. And she's like desperate for friends and followers on YouTube just to feel like she's wanting. Wanted. And she, you know, has a hard time with her dad. It's a single dad situation. 
And the girl, her name is Elsie Fisher. She is a breakout star. She's phenomenal in this. You just feel so much pain that she is mm. going through right now. But then at other times, it's funny, too. Like, it's that balance that's really good. Yeah. And that's still in theaters? It is. You okay. know, it's probably limited right now because it's been off for a little bit. But I don't want people to miss it, especially yeah. for parents that, are, that have kids in middle school to, like, understand what your kids are going through and the way that the writer uses music and with some of the camera shots to so get it inside what Kayla's mindset is. Because sure. maybe what your kids are going through isn't what they're telling you. Okay, so this is, um, I'm going to... Am I hitting a nerve, Colleen? No, no, not yet. But I am going to hit a nerve of Bradley's because I can't remember. I know what, I know what your feelings were about this movie, Bradley, but Paul, I can't remember mm. if you were on the same page as I was in loving boyhood. Oh, I love Boyhood. Okay, it's so one of my favorite movies. From wrong. Wrong. Okay, so it's Boyhood. Your opinions are trash. <laughs> boyhood <laughs> was not. one of my was uh, uh, one of my favorite movies. It is a, that movie has affected me so hard. Yes. Why? So just a reminder for those of you who don't know what Boyhood is. It's a movie that was shot over twelve years, and it's a look at what this uh, in the boy's life as he grows up for being like a seven-year-old to seventeen or maybe eighteen even, and it's just these little glimpses, this little slice of life as he's growing up to see how he ages, the relationship he has with kids in school, his parents, and to see a movie that is shot so differently, it was phenomenal. Right, and Bradley didn't like no, it. No, I mean, you know, frankly, I understand the, like, sort of um, un the unique nature of the film mm -hmm. and the sort of lengths to which the filmmakers uh, went to make it, you know, something unique and different, but as far as a story, I just felt like but you don't always have to have a movie that has a traditional up and down narrative. Yeah, I mean, and, and uh, yeah, and eighth grade doesn't really have that either. It's just a so couple of. So that's what I was gonna say is that yeah. that um, from what I know of eighth grade, it seems very similar in the tone of it. Yes, and that it really is just sort of a a glimpse into. A life. It is. And you know, when I was in eighth grade, much like you, Colleen, there was no social media. There was mm -hmm. no liking. And like, it must be so hard for kids these days. The pressure. The for pressure. Oh, it's yeah. insane. Oh, my. I would not have survived, I don't think, to be quite honest. It's really insane. I, and I will say this as somebody who um, I don't have an eighth grader yet, but I work closely with eighth graders. Um, and I love that. I've always loved that age because I didn't like being that age. Mm. And so I think it's always, you know, I like. Um, reaching out to people and kind of being a safe place yeah, for them when they're in that them age. Um, but that that there's so much I don't even understand about the pressures of what they're going through. Mm -hmm. And so, um, to your point, that movie is probably a really great entry point for people who don't quite understand the awkwardness of that age. Exactly. And then maybe parents and kids can have a dialogue together about what they are going through and what yeah. that means. Um, how many tickets did so you I'm get giving it four and a half out of five. It's on my best of the summer list. You go to my YouTube channel, you'll see the rest of my top five. Did awesome. you, um, are you still telling people to go see Crazy Rich Asians, uh, please? Of course. And thank yes. you. Crazy Rich Asians, if people time. haven't seen it, go see it. It is phenomenal. How many ticket steps did you get? I that, give by that the way? four out of five. What did you yeah. get? Think Bradley. I would totally give it four out of five. It was just fun. It was, yes. it was such a good movie. I don't cry a lot at movies. I cried. I laughed. I just I didn't have any huge expectations. I wasn't asking myself all these questions about like, is this movie worth all the hype? Blah blah blah. I just really enjoyed, it. and I also really enjoyed the cinematography of it. The way it was sort of almost, I don't want to say comic book, but right. there was like an element of just like delightful carefree storytelling yes. that that was just but there's heart and stakes yes, to it for and sure. things that you can relate to no oh, matter yeah. who you are it was carefree and light but also cut very deep yes yeah
Now, Paul, you have uh, you've gone a little rogue this week, I and did. you've brought a, a streaming option that is not a movie. It's not. It's a TV show. So if people are maybe in between shows right now, waiting for the fall TV season to start. I have your next binge-worthy show. It okay. is called Castle Rock, and it is oh. on Hulu right now. Jamie is obsessed with the show. You will be obsessed when you watch it. And the catalyst for it is that it's about an, an attorney played by Andre Holland who goes back to his hometown of Castle Rock when a young man is found in a cage at the bottom of Shawshank Prison. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. So if you're thinking, well, this sounds somewhat familiar. Well, Castle Rock is the city that Stephen King sets a lot of his books in. So this show is expanding on his uh. universe, if you will. And you're, you'll get different glimpses from different characters of his. And it is just, it's not scary. Like, there's a lot of mystery and intrigue. And at the end of each episode, you're left wanting more. It's so suspenseful. And different things get revealed after each um, episode. Bill Skarsgård, who is the new Pennywise, he's in this as the boy that's found in the jail. Hmm. And then the Shawshank Prison is from Shawshank Redemption. I have a question. How, as somebody who hasn't watched a lot of Stephen King films. Well, I well I miss out on a lot. You will not. Okay. It's just little Easter eggs that fans like me that have read the books, have seen the movies, will catch up on. But if you've never seen that or don't know his stuff, this totally lives on its own. You will you will get to know these characters and be like, what is going on with this person? Because the attorney has a backstory in this town. Sissy Spacek, who I love and adore, she was in Carrie. She plays his mom in this, and then Melanie Linsky from Two and a Half Men. She is kooky as well in this too. So, and how many seasons? It's one season Just right one. now. Okay. Eight episodes of the time awesome. aired. It's, it's been renewed for a second season Perfect. on Hulu. I think it's going to be an anthology show, but you will get addicted after the first episode. Alright, and how many ticket subs for I'm that? I'm getting at least four out of five. I'm excited to see how this all wraps up. Okay. Now, um, little known fact, but it should be a well known fact, Paul McGuire Grimes also hosts his very own podcast. Yes, it's called Paul's Trip to the Movies. You can find it on Podcast One or MyTalk1071.com. I have a brand new episode right now. It's the fall movie preview with my husband Ryan. So we go through about 15 different uh, movies you can watch this fall that we're both really, really excited about. Oscar awesome. bait movies, family movies, scary movies. So get that pen and paper handy. Listen to the podcast. There's good stuff that's coming. Well, this, this is fall. good, right? especially as uh, you know the weather starts to change and dare I say it, we start to look towards the hibernating time. Uh, it's good to have a good uh, group of movies in your arsenal, right? Yes, exactly. So that'll be a good companion for people. Again, that's Paul's trip to the movies. You really can get it any old place that you get yes. your podcasts. Um, and Paul... Thank you for coming to the Minnesota State me. Fair now twice just to hang out with us. Yeah, I love being well, here. Not at all to eat. got to start crossing <laughs> stuff off. Right, I got time. Okay, got so what's How many next? more solo so, experiences are you yeah. having? Well, I had that solo experience. Oh, yeah. Some more beer. That's a solo experience. Okay. I'm not sharing right. my beer. All right. Yep. And then I got to get the corn. That's really... I can't share corn. So that's a solo well, How can you not share corn? Well, I mean, you it can. It goes here. Yeah. Crunch, crunch. Choo, choo. <laughs> Okay, fine. Yeah, <laughs> you can share. He's everything. just not going to. That's okay. You don't have to, Paul. Okay. Just because Bradley says that you don't have to. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, it is time for the Throwback Live. Bradley and I are going to go head to head to see which one of us can identify the most vintage audio clips. Stay tuned for that after this on My Talk 107.1.